and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel, and it is my joy and pleasure to be with you today to talk through another decluttering topic. Uh, if you have looked back through the catalogue, you'll be surprised. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcast episodes just with fresh new ideas of how to declutter, where to declutter, why to declutter, what to do when you're stuck, where to start when you don't know where to start. And today I want to talk to you around logic. And so it's something that I think um, that we're not, we're not encouraged when we look at Instagram reels or before and after photos to think logically about how we declutter and organize. And really, this is possibly more around that organizing side of it. Because we look at things and they're all perfectly laid out and it's clear that every category and they've got like items with like items and every category is separated and in its own basket and it's perfect and nothing's out of place. But more likely than not, your home doesn't reflect what an Instagram reel looks like because you live in it. (laughs) You're not trying to show random people that you don't know perfection. Actually, you live in a home and that's how I feel about my home is it's not perfect, but I'm not perfect. And so it's, I want my house to be efficient and I want it to be lovely and I want it to be welcoming and I want it to be stress-free and I want things organized and in a space where they belong, but I don't need it to be perfect. So when we come to organizing things, some things that a client will say to me, and I had someone recently who was... Um, quite fixated on asking this question, where should this go? And the question was, um, she wanted to know where the right place for each item that we were organizing was. And then she would often say things like, where does everybody else keep this? And the temptation for me was to simply answer it and say, everybody else keeps their scissors and sticky tape here. Everybody else keeps their screwdrivers here. Everybody else keeps their wrapping paper here. But that's, that's not an appropriate answer as a professional organizer because it doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter at all where everybody else keeps their things unless it's giving you creative ideas and it's giving you some options, but not if it's because you feel like there's a right and a wrong and the right way is the way everybody else does it and you want to make sure you're getting it, I'm air quoting here, you're getting it correct and perfect. So if you've in your home ever said the statement, it's, I, um, I, I can never find it when I need it or I can never find the fill in the blank. I can never find the passports. I can never find my sun hat. I can never find the hand sanitizer. I can never find the rolling pin. If you say that, what it might mean is it might mean one of two things. It might mean that you haven't created a home for it yet. So it might mean that it, it's who knows where in the house. And if you had a home for it, you would go there and you'd look for it. Or it could mean that the home is not logical in the sense that it's got a home, so it is somewhere intentionally, but it doesn't make any sense and so you don't go there to look for it. When you're searching for something in your house, so one of the things, you know, there's so many studies out there that talk about the amount of time that humans waste in their lifetime looking for things that they've lost in their home. Usually it's around their glasses or their keys or their wallet or the remote control. It's something that you have on high regular rotation and use and you need to be able to put your hands on. And usually it's something that's mobile. So something you would carry around, you take off your glasses in this particular spot and you wander off. This is me. I constantly am wandering off on my glasses and then I have to retrace my steps to find them. And it's either, as I said, that it doesn't have a home 
or that the home doesn't make any sense. So when you have to search for something in your home and you find it and you use it, don't put it back where you found it. (laughs) Because next time when you want to look for it and when you're trying to find it, it's going to take you all those steps again to get to the place. You're like, oh, that's right. I forgot that it lived here or that I put it there. You know, we say it's always in the last place I look, which is completely logical. But imagine if it could be in the first place that you looked. And I have a hack that I'm going to share with you after the break that will mean that when you next need to look for that item, it's going to be the first place you look. I'll be back in just a second. When you have to search for something, don't put it back where you found it, okay? So you're looking for something in your house and you looked in six spots and you found it in the seventh spot. Instead of putting it back in that seventh spot where its home is or where it belongs, put it back in the place that you looked first. Because in your mind, that's actually where it lives. For example, if you were looking for a screwdriver and the first place you went to was the second drawer in the kitchen and then you went to the first drawer in the kitchen and then you went to the study and you checked in the drawer there and then you went to the shed and you had a look but then eventually you found it and it's sitting in the laundry. Instead of going, okay, well, it belongs in the shed so I'll put it there, the first place that you looked was the second drawer in the kitchen. So is there a way to integrate that into the storage in your kitchen? Now, what I'm not saying is if the first place that you looked is completely random and there's no space for it and that's not logical, you should put it there anyway. But think about where you're going to look for something and keep it there. So if somebody says, where should I keep my measuring tape? That's a question that is going to be answered by where would you go to look for it? In my house, we keep the measuring tape in the laundry. And the reason for that is we've got a door in the laundry and on the trim of the door is where the boys measure their height. And so once we've measured their height and marked it with a pencil, you know, at the top of their head, they get the measuring tape out and they measure how tall they are. So for us, logically, that's where it belongs. But if you find that you're always using it in your sewing room, that's where it should go. Or if you're always using it to uh, measure wood because you do woodwork and craft, then it goes where you're going to look for it. There is no perfect place for things to live if you're not going to remember it. And so even if something is in a random place in the house and it makes sense to you and there's room for it and there's a home for it and you're going to return it there, that's okay. You don't have to do the same as everybody else. There are some things in my house that are pretty random in their organization. I have the pool toys, so blow up rings and squirty things and anything the kids use when we go to someone's pool or the public pools or the beach actually sits at our front door. Now, it used to live in the shed and we never remembered it, even though logically, like outside things that should go in the shed, having it in a basket at the front door that's put away, nobody would know that it's there. It means that we remember those things and we take them because it's also next to the picnic basket, the sunscreen, the sunglasses. And so it's in that space rather than where originally I thought, oh, no, it should definitely go out in the shed. So think creatively. You know, you've heard me talk before about if you've got a wrapping paper station or somewhere that you keep your wrap and your gift bags and your ribbons, maybe having a pair of scissors and sticky tape there is a really smart idea. 
rather than you always having to go and find sticky tape and scissors when it's time to do your gift wrapping. So think think creatively. What's the logical space for that? And sometimes it means that you may choose to have duplicates of something because it makes logical sense for it to be in two places. And that is also okay. Let me think of an example for you. Sunglasses. I have a pair of sunglasses in my car, a pair of sunglasses in Cal's car. Now, I've got duplicates. They're in two different locations, but it's logical because I'm very, very rarely going to need my sunglasses somewhere that I haven't either got in the car and driven to or in the car while I'm driving. Okay, so there's two things. I could keep a pair in my handbag and just have it wherever I go, but I find it much easier to have a pair in each of the cars. Scissors. I have a pair of scissors at my desk. Cal has a pair of scissors at his desk. And there's a pair of scissors in the cutlery drawer in the kitchen. Because sometimes when you're opening a bag and you can't rip it open, you do need a pair of scissors in the kitchen. So yes, we've got three pairs of scissors. I don't mind because each of them are in a logical place where we're going to use them. And so it doesn't need to make sense to everybody else. It needs to be logical to you. And so if you're thinking, oh, where should I keep this? Where's the right place? Where would everybody else keep this? You want to ask yourself the question, where would I go to look for it? That doesn't always mean that's the best spot. (laughs) So it might be that you go there to look for it. But actually, you know, like there's so many times in people's pantries that there are random things in pantries. Like lots of clients will have hair stuff for school. So ribbons and clips and a brush in the pantry because they're really not going to the bathroom to do their child's hair. They're finding that while the child has breakfast, they stand behind them and do their hair. Okay, so is the pantry the best spot? And the answer might be yes. But if it's not, is there drawers or a buffet or something, a bookcase near where they're sitting to have their breakfast that you can put that so that it's easy to grab, even though it's not the bathroom where someone would say, oh no, all your hair stuff should go in the bathroom. The logical place is where you're gonna look for it and where you're gonna use it. And you've then got to create the system around it. So how do I create a home for it? How do I set limits? How do I not just have hair tires and brushes and things exploding everywhere? It could be as simple as a little container. So think logically. Don't worry about what everybody else does. Don't worry about making it perfect. Think logically so that you can find things because if you can find them quickly, it also means you're going to be able to put them away quickly and they're going to be there next time and you don't have to do that. I can never find that when I'm looking for it. I hope that's super helpful. If you are in Victoria or in Western Australia, please reach out if you'd like us to come and help you to set up systems in your home, to help you go through these decluttering tips and tricks and, and pull it all together. It is amazing how much, how much we can get done in a single session. We do sessions for private clients, for NDIS clients, for my aged care clients, for downsizing clients and moving house clients and overwhelmed professionals. There are so many options in how you can access our services. We do virtual sessions for anywhere in the world, And so having a professional organizer help you nut some of this stuff out and find the perfect solution for you can be really valuable and stop you going round and round the mulberry bush, (laughs) trying to work out where to put things. Sometimes having that extra set of independent eyes and opinion and thoughts and experience can make a really big difference. So if you're interested in getting some help from my amazing team, you can just visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and you'll find your way to pop, pop an inquiry in. Well, I hope that's been helpful. I love, as always, getting to spend time with you each week and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. So until then, enjoy the freedom. 
I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Freedom.